0: Hello, hello, and welcome to my next episode, which is actually, when I think about it, the very first official episode. My first one was actually just an introduction to who I am. So if you haven't checked that one out, you can go ahead and click the first episode, which gives you just a a brief introduction of who I am. And for those that don't know and haven't listened to it, I'll give you a little bit of a just summary Um, Again, my name is Nita White. I'm also known as Nita the One. And a little bit of funny about that, like how I came up with that, Nita the One, was there was a period um, in my life where I was like, oh, I was starting to realize some of the things that I had survived and overcome um, I was already so starting to realize how I was coming into a grown that real grown woman phase, you know. and I took a look around everything, like for me and just life. And I was like, girl, you are really the one. You are the one. Who pulled yourself out of things. Now, I'm not saying totally by myself. Like, I didn't have any help in life and nothing. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that I am that one. So, it was like, you know what? I'm going to start saying that. I'm going to start saying Nita, the one. But when I wrote it out, it was like, you know, that uh, it, it didn't have that pizzazz to it. So, I said, oh, yeah, I can say Nita, the one. So that's how that Nita, D-A, and then one, instead of saying the, I just put the, Nita, the one. And um, that's me. (laughs) And hopefully through this podcast, you'll get to really know me, ni Nita. I, again, as like I said before, I'm the CEO of Lilac Touches Regency. And um, I help people to transform their lives. And I'm using this podcast as a way to share my personal stories and things that I've been through. Um, I'm going to try to go from the beginning up to current. Um, In between, there may be a podcast is kind of throwing it off like because I may feel led to speak on something or I may just want to share something. Um, like, for example, I actually, let me tell you, this is actually my third time recording this episode. <laughs> so bear with me. I'm very new at this. Um, I, the volume was too low on both recordings. so. I stated in my previous recording, um, I went on this tangent about light at the end of the tunnel. And I felt at that moment that somebody needs to hear that message. So I kind of just want to touch base on that again. um, Because it is true that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, seriously, regardless of how dark things may be and believe me I know dark okay um and I, I'm telling you there could be a person that's gonna be like lady no you don't know like seriously I am buried underground and they are throwing dirt over me and I they are literally burying me alive and or I feel as if I'm being buried alive lady and there's like, I can't breathe, I'm suffocating, and I don't even see a light, like my light is gone. It is dark in here. There's not even a dim light, like it's total darkness. And I'm telling you, in that darkness, there is a light. There is always light, even in the darkness, okay? So you can have light at the end of the tunnel. It's just a thing of holding on to that idea and belief that there is a light because it's there. Yeah, you can't see it, but it's there. Just like you can't see the air that you're breathing, but you know you're breathing. (laughs) Like you, you don't stop every time you go to take a breath and say, Okay, I don't see the air. I don't really see it, but I'm going to trust when I go to breathe in that I'm going to be breathing in and releasing. I'm going to be breathing in oxygen and releasing. I think what they say, what, um, hy- hydrogen or whatever, you know, I'll look it up and let you know. And you can probably Google it. Don't, you know, quote me on that. But, yeah, it's like you you trust that. And that's the same trust. You trust that your heart is going to keep beating. Like, you don't have to think about every heartbeat. You don't have to sit there and be like, beat heart one and a two and a three and a four. Oh, yeah, pass me my eggs six, seven, eight. Yeah, my eggs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll process that report nine and a 10. You don't, you don't sit there. Literally. Now, don't get me wrong. Cause I, you know, I know there's probably somebody's going to say, well, you know there's some people that have heart conditions and there are monitors and they have to watch and yes but i'm saying for the general person you're not thinking of the, you're on a trust code with your body and it's the same when you're in that darkness you have to trust that light is there you can't see the light but it's there and the light is telling you like hey i'm here Reach out to me and I will get you, I'll grab a hold of you. But you got to reach out, and you're like, reach out where? So I just wanted to share that. Um, because it is very true, like I said, I know I have been in that position where you feel there is no hope for tomorrow, and there is okay with the things that I have experienced. There's plenty of times. I did not foresee that my life would be where it is today. No idea. I would be on my own? <laughs> really? You're telling me I'm going to be on my own? You're telling me that I'm going to I'm going to escape this what I'm going through right now? <laughs> oh no. You're lying. There's no way. I'm stuck. There's no way. There's no hope for me there's no tomorrow and there was. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel, which brings me to my actual topic for today. And that topic that I'm going to talk about is the merger. And what I mean by the merger is I'm speaking specifically on arranged marriages. That's right. You know, Life is life is a great teacher. It's an amazing teacher. It really is. Um, and it's amazing how things can be accustomed to some or even normal. And then to others, they can be extremely weird. And it's like, what? Arranged marriages? What are you talking about? Like that doesn't still happen. Like, this is not the year. 1920 this is not 1852 it can still happen for me the arranged marriage occurred at the end of the um right like in the 90s you know so i was well put it like this i was 16 and so when my marriage Um, It might have been like the end of the 80s or 90s. I'd have to calculate. I should have had that exact date for you, but it's not really relevant on the exact time frame. What is, is that the fact that I was married at 16, okay? But when I officially was introduced was another story. Um, And for those of you who are like arranged marriages, I've never heard of that. What is it? I'll be happy to tell you, I'm glad you asked. An arranged marriage is actually where, um, it's a union, it's a marital union where the bride and the groom are primarily selected by individuals other than themselves. So like, for example, it's usually generally family members Um, Such as parents. And in my case, that's how it was. It was his parents saying, this is our son. And I can't say his parents, actually. It's his mother um, saying, this is our son. And it was my mother saying, this is my daughter. And that's how it was. And that official meeting, I was three years old. Yep, three years old. And it started early like that because they wanted us to, I guess, get familiar with each other so that it wouldn't be like you reach a certain age and like you've never spent time, you don't even know this person, and then bam, you're married to them. So for me, I did get to go through that phase of getting to know him somewhat, okay? Because, you know, people can people can fool you. People can show you what they only want you to see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so they don't want to play their whole hand. You know, they're going to show you only two fingers. And you'd be like, okay, I think I got a good picture. Till the ring is on your, one of your fingers. And then you realize they were holding back with some fingers. You didn't see the whole hand. So that's kind of how it was with me. Now keep in mind, this guy... Is ten years older than me okay y'all ten years older so when I was three that's right you did the math right he was 13 he was already a teenager now you know how teenage boys are but he wasn't even paying me no mind he's just like oh that's her okay yeah all right I'm out and I'm like, that's him. Okay, I'm ready to go home, take this dress and stockings off and go play with my little dollies and my toys and go see my best friend. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I'm bored. So that's how that started, okay? And it progressed. Now, the key word for today, Ooh, I wish I had a drum roll. Um, you know, I really do because I'm telling you, um like i was saying i didn't have a drum roll but i inserted that little sound for you um yes because the key word like i said is progression it's amazing how progressions can work okay and as you will see as i go on and tell you this story my story it's like with this particular guy everything was a progression. Okay. And I'm bringing that up because I want people to think about that because it's yes, I was a young kid. Okay. But things can happen to people. You can be 25, you can be 35, you can be 50 and meet someone and you're thinking, wow, this seems like this is so like too good to be true. And you probably heard the saying, And if you haven't, there's a saying that they used to say, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And it can be that way. It's like, whoa, this, this is, this is a progression. Like this person, I met them and, you know, we've been talking for like two or three weeks and they're telling me they're madly in love and they wanna marry me. And, and, And don't get me wrong, there are some divine interventions. There are some cosmic connections, you know what I'm saying? There are things such as like you meeting your soulmate and things just falling in place and it goes fast, but it truly is meant to be. But I'm not talking about those rare things. I'm talking about a progression where the person is forcing the hand they are actually manipulating the situation and they're rushing you and and you feel like things are going extremely fast for you. Things are happening too fast. And if you feel that way, it is your right to say, look, can we hit the pause button on this? Or can we slow it down? Like we're going 85 on this highway. Can we go down to like a reasonable rate of like 55 or can we cruise? Can we do it 45 or 35? Can we get off the highway and roll around in the neighborhood and cruise? Let's take it a little slow. So you have that right. If you feel that the progression is going too, too fast. And that's, I'm saying that for anybody, like I said, it can be, you can be 13, you can be a young teen. And you know, a lot of times people think, oh, you know, only young people do that. Only young people fall madly in love and, and they think it's love and it's puppy love or, or it's just factuation or it's just physical attraction. But it can happen to a mature 50-year-old woman, okay? <laughs> you meet someone and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy just, or this girl just, whoo, they are everything to me and I'm feeling them and I'm caught up. And it's progressing extremely fast. And if it's progressing in ways where there are signs that their hazard lights are flashing and you're seeing detours and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Pay attention to the signs is what I'm telling you. Pay attention, please, because the signs are there a lot of times in relationships first meeting people like i said again no matter what your age is meeting people a new connection we can often get caught up in the fact that this feels good it's new and we ignore the signs you know we ignore the yelling you know you ignore um the tension in that person's voice you ignore you know, like he's got an attitude problem. You know that, but you kind of brush it aside. You're like, yeah, you know, but he's, he's, he's okay. He loves me. He tells me he loves me and I love him. So it's okay. It's going to work out. Pay attention to the signs. That's all I'm saying. Um, and for me it progressed, you know, it really did. It went from me going to meet him at various ages. Um, there were meetings along the way. So like I go again, you know, maybe like I'm six years old and doing the math, right? He's 16. So, you know, I go, I meet him. I'm eight. He's what? 18. You know? So like I'm eight years old and he's already graduating from high school. So you can see how that difference is. And I'm only eight and he's ready to go off to college. Okay. Now, Fast forward a few more years, you know, like I'm 12, he's 20, he's in his 20s. You see what I'm saying? So when I'm at this stage, I'm in junior high school is when things I would like 13 or 14 things really started kicking off between us and we were hanging a lot more. He was coming to see me like when he would have breaks at school or, you know, for the weekend, he would come and see me. And it progressed, you know, it, it progressed from one to two visits to I'm coming to get you all the time. I'm, I'm picking you up from school and it's Friday. You're going to go to my house. And that was going back to his mom's house where I was by this point kind of used to his mom and, and spending time with her. Um, Cause there were times that I would go that he wouldn't be home and his mom would just come get me. So, Things were really progressing in this relationship, in this courtship, if that's what you want to call it. And so it goes on to where now I'm in high school, okay? And I remember in high school when he first started coming to get me, it was like he was only coming on the weekends. And... I remember my mom would say, "Oh, you know, you you can't go see him t- on Sundays till after church." Okay, that was fine, and then that progressed to where I'm seeing him a couple of days out the week, and my mom was like, "Oh, she has school and this and that," but this is the kind of guy that what he wants, he gets. Okay, he's gonna make sure he gets what he wants, so he just totally ignored. Like it was like my mom didn't say anything, and the crazy part about it was my mom was like, cool with it. Like, um, now she'll say, oh, I thought you were into him, but it's like, I was saying at times, which I'll later, you know, through stories, you'll you'll get to see that there were times, yes, I was with into him, but there were also times that I was like, uh, I don't wanna be with this guy because he did this, or he said this to me, or I feel this way. So I feel that things are progressing too fast. So I don't want to see him today. And I'm like, oh, he's here again. And she's like, those would be the times. She'd be like, girl, he's out there waiting. Um, Go. And so that progressed to I'm seeing him now throughout the week and on the weekends. And then it progresses to where I'm seeing him. And, of course, by this time, we're sexually active. Okay. um, This is not a PG. I should have probably told you guys this is not a PG podcast. But we're into things and things are rolling. But once those things start rolling, at this point, he didn't have a place. But in two weeks, progression, people, here's the key word again, progression. In two weeks, he goes and gets an apartment. And I remember being in school with the like apartment guys and pamphlets, you know, that he would give me like, look at this place, and tell me what you think about this one. Tell me. And at first, I'm thinking, like, why is he asking me what I think about his place? Like, it's going to be your place. And he's like, no, it's our apartment. And it's like ours. Like, it's like, yeah, hey, you're gonna, you know, it's gonna be ours. So, like, tell me which ones you like, okay? And I'm like, oh, all right. And you know, I'm a girl, young girl. That was kind of impressionable. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm thinking out an apartment. Oh, we're going apartment hunting, you know. And I'm thinking things were cool, which they kind of were a little at that point. But again, as I mentioned, there were signs. I was ignoring those signs. Now, for me in my case, this was an arranged marriage, okay? So, being that it was arranged, even though I was thinking at times, like, I don't wanna do this, okay? I'm not feeling this. I had no choice. And that's because I was a minor and this is what I was being put into. So it was like, okay, I got to do it. Like I I, I got to go through, I got to, you know, so it progressed and it progressed from me spending a couple of nights at his place, like not even nights, but just going there, visiting at first, like I would be at the apartment and I would go home. Like he would take me home and it'd be like 11 o'clock, you know, well actually it would be decent at first. It would be like, at first it was like, I was going back home at eight, nine o'clock. And then it got to the point I'm going home at 11. And it got to the point that he was, you know doing the fake sleeping, like, oh man, I, I'm too tired. I can't take you. I'll take you home in the morning. And I'm like, I got school. And he's like, Oh, I'll just drop you off and you get some stuff at home. And, and it progressed to him, me having clothes there so I wouldn't have to go home and get dressed, that so he could take me directly to school. And it just kept progressing to the point that I would be there and it was like, This is your place. Like, I would get that. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm ready to go home, go home. This is home, what are you talking about? you home. And it progressed right up until I'm married. I'm 16 and I'm getting married. And I'm gonna do a whole podcast about the actual marriage. I'm just giving you guys just the brief overview, like hang in there with me, there's a lot. But, you know, so I'm, I'm getting married and I didn't get married because, oh, I was pregnant. Like the typical things like, oh, they rushed to get married because they were, no, it was already arranged anyway. And by this point, he, we were supposed to wait, I think, originally until like I was 18, but he was like, oh, no, I'm ready to get married. Like, you know. And now we'll tell you, I did get pregnant. Let me go back. I forgot. I did actually get pregnant, but I didn't, I didn't carry the child that long. I lost, I had a miscarriage. And at that phase, my parents were like, oh, you're going to get married. At that particular t- point, though, he wasn't thinking about marriage like that. And he was like, Oh, we gotta get married, man. Ah, sucks. But he was trying to prolong it. And then after I had the miscarriage, and he was like, Hey, you know, you lost a kid, whatever. And we're going through phases. And then all of a sudden, he's like, Yeah, we're gonna get married. We're gonna do this. And so we got married. And you know, at first I'm thinking like, "Wow, I'm staying. I'm married. Okay, I'm I'm doing this grown up thing. You know, I'm I'm cooking. I'm taking care of a house. I'm I'm writing checks for bills. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning fast. I'm I'm learning things, and it progress. I know you're going to get tired of hearing me say, but I already told you, okay? I already told you this is the key word for today's episode: progression. So I'm progressing. In this thing, and it's like, I'm thinking, you know, like, it's not really that abuse. It was some abuse, but it wasn't to the extreme level yet. But once I got married, that's when things really did change. Like, no, seriously, the everything escalated. And I can remember many a times he would be like, oh, I own you. You're mine. We're married. Did you forget you're my wife? And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? You're my wife. I can do what I want to, to you. You don't like, you don't know <laughs> You're mine. I own you. I can do what I want to. And so that's why I could say in the beginning of this podcast that I can understand how you can feel like there's no hope. Like you're in a situation and you're stuck and there's no hope. And this is, what you have to accept, and you you feel like you you know, I just gotta make the best of it. And so, you know, that's how it was for me. We go to the marriage and things progress, and I'm gonna tell you, it did get dark, extremely dark. Like there was abuse on all levels. you know, i can I can really relate and tell you that I went through physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. If there was a type of abuse I went through it, trauma, I went through fear tactics, I went through all of those things with him. And these are things that we're gonna talk about in each episode. So I'm gonna be tying all of this in for you. But today I just briefly wanted to give you that introduction of the merger how it actually came about like how it was for me from the age of three to bam 16 i'm actually married with the ring living in this apartment and trying to make the best of it as a young girl who only clue i had about marriage was people that i knew who were married and i was trying to emulate that so i'm cooking i'm cleaning and I, something that I thought was an escape for me, something that I thought was going to be, I don't know, promising, hopeful, you know what I'm saying at that time. that's I, I was thinking, like, you know, maybe this is a rescue a, turned into a nightmare, a real nightmare. So I don't want to put too much on you at one time, but I'm going to wrap this up. And I'm going to say stay tuned because more is to come. Also, um, while you're at it, I'm on Facebook as the Lilac Duchess Regency. I also have a website, um, which is com, And that's all together, Lilac Duchess. And check out my website because I'm going to be uploading blogs. I know I've really been, you know, bad with that, but please bear with me. I'm, I'm really trying to get better. Okay. I'm, I'm growing people. I'm still a work in progress. Okay. I'm not perfect. I'm nowhere near perfect. So I'm going to be posting things that kind of coincide with, um, things that i've been through or things that relate to my podcast um if you go on facebook you can actually see some posts that i've made that kind of tie in and i'm going to be touching on some of those posts and they're actually going to be a podcast so yeah Keyword word to remember to take away from today's episode is what i can't hear you what you say i know you didn't forget like i said the word like 10 times what is the keyword? I said it more than 10. Right. So you were listening. Progression. <laughs> Thank you. The keyword for today, people, is progression. Just really pay attention to that. Pay attention to signs. Okay. And we're going to talk more on that progression in our very next episode. I truly appreciate you coming and checking out this podcast. Subscribe. Tell your friends. I know it's new, but tell everybody, like, go over there and listen. This girl is like spilling everything. She's telling her whole life. And I thought it was very interesting. Okay. You know, shoot me an email if you want to. My email is lalicduchessregency at gmail.com. Okay. And... If you feel like there's a topic or you have questions about something that I said, I actually believe that you can even leave questions on this podcast. So if you're familiar with that, go ahead, leave me a message about the podcast and I'll get back with you on that. Um, Please allow me at least 48 to 72 hours um, to respond. So, you know, you're not like, oh my gosh, I, I sent her a message like 30 minutes ago and she hasn't said anything yet please i'm asking okay just bear with me be patient i'm going to grow with this thing and i'm going to get better and hopefully you will, my listeners and those who need to they'll get better with me it'll it'll be a journey that we'll both take and we'll look back a couple of years from now and we'll be like whoa those episodes we were where and look where we are now like we thought we'd blossom then Like we, we are way better than what we were, what we even thought we were. So I appreciate it. And I'm so glad that you stay tuned with me and that you check this out. Till next time, I am Nita White, also known as what? Nita the One. And I really appreciate your attention. Thank you.